and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. This is your host, Neil Satin. There's a paradox in relationships around the notion of acceptance, because we hold this ideal that the best thing possible for us to do is to accept our partner, to accept them as they are, and to accept them with compassion to not try to change them, right? And to not be changed by our partners. And yet this creates a paradox in relationships because what do you do when you can't accept it or when accepting it seemingly keeps you in a situation that's not healthy for you? Are you just supposed to accept everything? That's what we're gonna cover in today's show. And I call it the acceptance paradox because it's, you might just find that when you find your way into it, that there's no way out of it. And today I'm going to take a stab at solving the acceptance paradox for you and for myself. I've been thinking about it a lot uh, as a way of helping us transcend the uh, potential pitfalls of being really accepting and compassionate. So that is what is in store in today's episode. And despite the complexity of this conversation, I want to do my best to keep this episode short and sweet. So I'm just telling you right off the top that that is my intention for today's episode. First, I just want to remind you that Relationship Alive is an offering for you to help you have the best possible relationships. So if you are finding the show to be having a positive impact on you or on others that you care about, please consider a donation to help ensure that Relationship Alive can continue. You can choose whatever feels right for you and honestly, every little bit helps. So to... uh, Dive in to being a contributor, just visit neilsatin.com slash support, or you can text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And once you do, you will join the ranks of awesome, amazing, helpful people like Drew, Lydia, Anne, Valerie, Kirthi, Angie, Jules, Cynthia, Julie, Maribeth, and Kent. Thank you all so much for your generous and in many cases ongoing support of Relationship Alive and our mission. One more quick reminder is that there's a free guide that I put together for you to help you improve the communication in your relationship. These are three simple things to put into practice, but when you do, you'll notice a big change in your ability to stay connected, even if you have something really challenging to talk about. To download the free guide, just visit neilsatin.com slash relate, uh, or you can text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. And finally, we do have a free Facebook group, the Relationship Alive Community, So please join us there. Or if you have questions for the show, just record yourself asking the question 
and email it to questions at relationshipalive.com. All right, let's get on with the show and dive into the acceptance paradox. So I've been thinking a lot. I've been thinking a lot about the ending of my marriage. Actually, the ending of any relationship that I've been in. I've been going back and mining my heartbreak to try and get even more insight to bring to you here uh, on Relationship Alive and also for myself because um, there's nothing quite as discombobulating as going through a breakup. So whether it's a breakup with a a, a partner that you haven't been with for that long or a long-standing relationship for years or decades, um, it can really rattle your world. And honestly, that's what I've been finding to be true for myself. There are some ways where I've been doing totally great, really um, appreciating the difference in life and the way it looks. And there's a grieving process that involves really looking at everything that, that went down and trying to make sense of it. And I don't want Relationship Alive to become the breakup show. You know, it could be, it could have been that for me uh, over the past six months or uh, nine months or so um, because I've been going through that. And just being perfectly candid with you, it's a dance that I've been doing to make sure that the content here for Relationship Alive stays varied. So it's not all about that. And at the same time, it's what I'm going through. And uh, hopefully, my going through it can be of assistance to you. Uh, if you have gone through this stuff, if you are going through it, if you will ever go through it, um, that's my goal. And so it was through thinking about the ending of relationships that I came upon this puzzle of the what I'm calling the acceptance paradox. And as I mentioned right at the top of the episode, uh, the acceptance paradox is the potential catch-22 that you can find yourself in if you hold the value of acceptance and compassion and forgiveness. These are all things that sound like they're pretty good to have in a relationship, right? Like you want to be able to look at your partner honestly and accept them for who they are. And hopefully our partners look at us and accept us for who we are. That's the goal, right? And when we mess up, uh, we want to hopefully get a redo on whatever went down and have a chance to make amends and to be forgiven. 
and to also feel this sense when when you look at your partner that they're a human being full of amazing qualities that are great and full of amazing qualities that to you might be not so great. To someone else, uh, those very same traits, uh, they could have the opposite effect. That other person might love the things you hate and hate the things you love, right? So it's all a matter of subjective experience, how we experience each other in life and particularly in our relationships. And so if you hold this value of compassion that you can look at your partner with an open heart and have some understanding for what they're going through, the causes of their suffering and their challenges, and and hopefully they're also being reciprocal about that. You, you notice that I'm saying hopefully a lot because the hope is that that's how it goes down. But when it doesn't quite work out that way, it can be really painful. It can be super painful when there are things about you that your partner is judging, that they're unable to accept about you. And uh, can be really challenging if you do something that harms the integrity of your relationship and you're not given the opportunity to make it right, to make amends, if your partner just holds it against you forever. And if you are going through a challenging time, if you're on the receiving end of your partner's judgment and condemnation, or them knowing exactly what's right for you and wanting to fix it for you, um, instead of feeling their compassionate understanding, their, their curiosity, their desire to actually know you and to know what's going on with you, if you're not feeling those things, that can be one of the biggest sources of pain in a relationship. And, and that kind of pain grows and grows and grows. It uh, can turn into resentment. Uh, can turn into feelings of really powerful feelings of isolation and being alone in your relationship. And just feeling like you're not being you're not being met. You're instead being missed, that the person across from you isn't really getting you. Now, this can become a paradox in a couple ways because let's say that you're on the receiving end of that kind of treatment. Well, if you're someone who values acceptance and forgiveness and compassion, then it can be really easy to look at your partner who's not treating you that way and try to find a path to seeing them with compassion and forgiveness and, uh, and understanding and acceptance. And you might do that over and over and over again. So where does the acceptance end? Does valuing acceptance, forgiveness, and compassion in a relationship, does that mean that no matter what, you have to just play the hand that you're dealt? 
does it mean that there's no way to change anything? Because if my partner is unable to forgive me, well, wouldn't I want to change that? Wouldn't I want to find a way to uh, help my partner learn to forgive me? But as soon as I'm doing that, am I, now aren't I saying that there's something wrong with my partner and I'm no longer accepting them? See how it gets kind of complicated? So you can find yourself stuck in a situation like this where because you are accepting uh, and compassionate and forgiving that you might tolerate things that objectively speaking you shouldn't be tolerating. Or conversely, if your partner is super accepting, compassionate, and forgiving, then is it possible that you won't find yourself your, yourself on the path to growing and shifting? Because maybe there are ways that you kind of suck in relationship. I mean, when I look back over what happened in my marriage there are things that I'm not proud of or that I look at and I'm like, wow, how did I, how did that happen? How did it happen that I made a choice like that? Um, because for me, and I know you've heard me talk about this on the show, I, I believe that we are always doing the best that we can do. So I look back on it and I'm like, how was that the best that I was capable of? So it's really easy in a situation like this to lose the self-compassion, to lose the self-acceptance, the self-forgiveness, and to bestow all of that on your partner and then to find yourself stuck, stuck in a place that uh, isn't in the end encouraging either your growth or your partner's growth. Because the growth often comes from the stimulation of the conflict, of bumping up against each other, of the challenges. So this is bringing us to what I think are a couple of ways to solve the paradox. And I want to tell you that I haven't fully solved it yet. And in fact, if you have ideas on how to solve this paradox or what's worked for you, I welcome your input. Um, so just email me. Um, my email address is neilius, N-E-I-L-I-U-S, at neilsatin.com. And uh, yeah, I want to hear how you've managed to escape the paradox, the acceptance paradox. Um, but I think I've spelled out what the paradox is right now. It's that sense of that placing a high value on acceptance, forgiveness, and compassion might mean that you're stuck in a situation that's actually not healthy for you. Or if that if you're on the receiving end of it, that you are not, you're actually going to hang on to unhealthy habits that uh, don't encourage your growth. At the same time, just to just to dive into this a little a little bit further, um, having 
been on the receiving end of some judgment and uh, lack of compassion uh, in some moments um, or lack of acceptance. That's also super confusing because how do you know? How do you know when it's something that should be accepted and understood uh, versus something that where you really should be getting called on your shit about something? How do you know? And how do you keep either the judgment, the calling each other out, the telling each other the truth like it is? Um, how do you keep that from being detrimental to your relationship? And how do you foster the values of acceptance without having that be detrimental to your relationship or to yourself, the integrity of you as a, as a being? How can these things coexist in our relationships? Because they're two things that are in tension with each other. Acceptance and saying, hmm, I don't really like that. I, I want it to be different. Doesn't work for me. So uh, how do we solve this? That is what I'm going to get into next. And as I mentioned, this is going to be a fairly quick episode. But I do need to mention this week's sponsor. If you're looking for some extra support around the things that get in the way of your happiness or achieving your goals, or if you're just trying to make sense, if you feel like you're caught in one of these catch-22 double-bind situations, then one great way you can get help from the comfort of your own home or your office or basically anywhere you are is BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can chat via text with your counselor at any time, and you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without having to go anywhere. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they do offer financial aid if you qualify. They also offer a broad range of expertise so that you can find the person most suited to helping you with your own unique situation. And so many people are using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So whether it's confusion, depression, stress, anxiety, something with your relationship, anger, family conflicts, whatever is going on for you, try out BetterHelp to help you move past the places where you are stuck. To start living a happier life today, you can try BetterHelp and get an extra 10% off your first month as a Relationship Alive listener. Just visit betterhelp.com alive. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp help dot com slash alive and thank you better help for your support of relationship alive and I, I do have to say that i i really appreciate all the different ways that we're able to get support whether it's through a service like better help or getting a coach or reaching out to a close friend or you know a religious leader whatever it is a trusted way of getting support in a challenging time um, it's really important to do that, and I also really appreciate that BetterHelp has 
put their vote of confidence in Relationship Alive and our mission. And um, you've probably heard them mentioned on the show quite a bit. And uh, that's because they've also uh, stepped up to show their their support of uh, healthy relationships through the podcast. Okay, enough about that. Thank you, BetterHelp. Thank you for listening and for giving them a try. Um, if you do that and you use that code ALIVE or go to betterhelp.com slash ALIVE, then they know that you found out about them here. So it's a win-win for everyone. Okay, let's get back to the acceptance paradox and talk about how we solve it. So there are two things that I want to cover about how to solve this paradox. One of them is fairly simple, and the next one might get a little complex. So let's start with a simple one first. I think that it's important to realize that you are always sovereign in your own life. You can make the choices that you need to make. And it's important for you to honor that in yourself. And I think it's important as partners that we honor that sovereignty in each other. That in the end, we don't control each other. We are our own unique individuals. And hopefully we're working together well in our relationship. But when it comes right down to it, you have the power to choose whether you're going to stay in a situation that feels like it's not really working for you or one uh, or if you're going to get out. So if if you feel like you are caught in a situation like this and it is simply undermining you over and over again and you are really feeling low, um, then making different choices is always an option. Now, I tell you that coming from a place of having chosen um, mutually, but uh, you know, we both arrived at that choice in different ways, having chosen to end a marriage, a marriage that kind of had a lot riding on it, right? So, I'm giving you permission to make the choices that you need to without feeling like you shouldn't or like there's some sort of shame involved in that. Now, I know it's not always as easy as that, but I just want you to know that if those are the kinds of thoughts you're having, I should get out of here, this is really not healthy for me, then you need to pay attention to those feelings. Now, I don't necessarily think that choosing out of relationship should be your first option. I do think that there are a lot of uh, steps that you can take before you choose out. So it's not like I'm saying, hey, it feels un unhealthy or like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be there, so uh, you should just get out of there. I mean, even if you've been feeling that way for years and years... I still encourage you to ensure that you've tried some of the uh, more <laughs> battle-tested ways of actually changing things before you jump ship. 
because sometimes, and I'm gonna get into this in the second way that you solve the acceptance paradox, but sometimes you can do things that make a shift in your relationship where someone can see that the way that they're treating you or where you can see that the way that you're treating someone else, where it might be who you are or what you do, um, but if you really knew the consequences of your actions, then, or they knew the consequences of their actions, then there might be just n just enough leverage in there to motivate uh, some positive growth that doesn't feel like it's selling oneself out uh, for a, a compromise that that really doesn't feel right to you. So there's some discernment there for yourself where you have to decide like, okay, I'm choosing to be in. Um, does this involve compromises that allow me to still be in integrity? Does this involve compromises that still allow me to be a bright light in the universe? Or do I have to shut myself down or off in order to be here? In an ideal world, you would be able to explore that fully with your partner. You'd be able to sit down and say, hey, these are ways that I'm having to shut myself down or here are ways that I feel totally misunderstood by you or invalidated. And uh, to receive some compassion, acceptance and understanding and forgiveness around it. I recognize that it can't always be that way. Sometimes whatever is up for your partner around certain things makes that kind of acceptance impossible. And in a moment like that, you do get to choose whether or not you wanna keep accepting the situation. Or you can choose to accept the person as they are and to also accept that it's not the relationship that you want to be in. So you don't have to change the other person. You don't have to badmouth the other person. You don't have to hate the other person. You don't have to blame the other person. You can just say, hey, you're you and I'm me and this ain't working for me. And it's okay. It's okay to make that choice when you have to. So that's the first way to resolve the paradox is to remind yourself that there's a way to be in your choosing about the relationship and still accept the other person. It just doesn't mean that you have to accept this as a situation that you're going to stay in forever. Give it the time you feel like deserves or it merits or that you feel good about committing to. Um, and sometimes that can be a year. Sometimes it can be more. Uh, I know that some people have gone through some dark phases that have lasted a while and they get through the other to the other side and are and are better for it. Only you can know if that's the right choice for you. So that's option number one. Option number two 
I've alluded to it a little bit. But option number two is to find ways to talk about what's going on in your relationship. Maybe first with someone neutral, like a coach. Um, and hopefully, by the way, if you have a coach, hopefully they are neutral. And uh, I can't tell you how important this is to, uh, in my in my view anyway, as a coach, that, um, that coaches really, they need to advocate for you. But always, especially if you're a relationship coach, always recognize that there's a, there are two people doing the dance in a relationship and there's always a circuit happening. It's never all one person. So it's important for whoever's helping you to be able to hold that viewpoint, to hold the viewpoint of the other person isn't all bad, um, even though they really want to support you. Um, this is where it can be really challenging when friends support us because friends always want to elevate us and they will um, slam anyone who's crossing us if required to help us feel better. But that's not always the most uh, generative way to go about solving a problem. In fact, uh, rarely is it the most generative way to solve a problem. So maybe first talking about it with a third party and then ultimately talking about it with your partner. Part of resolving the paradox is being able to hold the acceptance, the compassion, the forgiveness for the person and to hold that separately from the impact that the person is having on you. You can accept them, you can love them, you can be willing to forgive them, and at the same time, you can be discerning about what is really going on for you in that relationship. And using your, um, your stellar communication skills because you downloaded the free communication guide or because you um, are putting into practice everything that you learned in my Secrets of Relationship Communication course, which you can get by going to neilsatin.com slash course. Um, by putting all of those things into practice, you can go to your partner and have a conversation with them about the impact of their actions on you or their lack of acceptance or forgiveness or compassion. You can have this conversation with them, not from a place of, I'm gonna threaten you and if you can't change this, I'm gone, but more from a place of, help me understand when I'm feeling this way, help me understand how to make this okay. Because this really doesn't feel okay for me. See if you can enlist your partner in a collaborative um, conversation about the reality of what you're facing, what it feels like to be you in your relationship. And again, you can use your acceptance, 
compassion, etc., to be curious about what's going on with your partner. What's their experience? What is driving them to um, interact with you that way? And why are they responding the way they are? This is something that I talked a lot about in uh, the recent episode uh, 230, episode 230, which was how to win any argument. Um, and, uh, you know, the title of that was kind of facetious because winning isn't the goal. The goal is to figure out how to be collaborative in any situation. So that's part of what, what I'm talking about here. So you can hold that acceptance um, in the context of a conversation that's about reality, where you get honest with each other. And always knowing that option number one that I was talking about, it actually is there for you. Because it may be that at some point you do need to choose out. But I don't suggest that you lead with that. And I don't suggest that you threaten that. I do suggest that you impress upon your partner just how serious it is, just how unhappy you are, and just how much you long for someone to... Uh, to be willing to see you with um, compassion, to see you with curiosity, and to not condemn you, but instead to uh, help lift you up and to tell you that you're actually okay. The way you are, flaws and all, you're actually okay. And maybe then you get to a place where you're both working together to uh, elevate each of you in this situation. So those are my thoughts on the acceptance paradox. It's one thing, one of many things that I've been puzzling through quite a bit um, over the past several months. And uh, so I wanted a chance to talk about it with you. And again, I'd love to hear from you, your thoughts on it. Uh, you can email me, neilius at neilsatin.com. You can comment in the Relationship Alive community on Facebook. Or if there's some aspect of this that I haven't even covered and you want me to talk about it, just record yourself asking that question and email it to questions at relationshipalive.com. It is so great to be with you here this week, as always. Um, next week, uh, it's the last week of the month, which I will be taking off from production. But the following week, I've got a lot of interesting things in store. So um, you're just going to have to stay tuned to find out. All right. Take care. Sending you all the best and uh, looking forward to being with you again soon. Mm -hmm.